This episode of Friends of Flow is brought to you by NCLEX Mastery. If you're a nursing student and you're about to take your NCLEX, you need to go to the App Store right now and download NCLEX Mastery. Well, good morning, folks. It's We're back again. It's Friends of Flow, and this is Tess, Judge Ellis. And this is Andy Witters here. And Rebecca Porter. And great. Today we thought we'd do a little coaching session on board prep for the new person, new graduate who is out there in new grad land, getting ready to take the NCLEX or the nurse practitioner board exam or certification exam, any sort of certification exam. It is the season. And so I guess we should start out with just a little bit of well, congratulations on getting through school and graduating Mm -hmm. big milestone. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, the fact is that you've given up your life for a long time. Well, you nursing given up your life. You're doing a new journey. You're enriching your life, right? Well, and you, but you've had to say no to a lot of things. But you've said yes Sacrifice. to a lot of things. Too. I know here in um, Iowa City that Thursday nights are a big deal to go oh, out. Yeah. And I bet a lot of nursing students, undergrad nursing students, have had to say, no, I can't go out tonight because I've got to study for X, Y, or Z. And or you've had to say no to some things on the weekend because nursing is such a demanding major, right? Indeed, yeah. But it doesn't stop. Now that you've graduated, it just doesn't stop. There's one thing that you have to do before you can enact your career, and that is take the NCLEX or some sort of board certification exam. It's a big step, and I remember studying for my boards in Canada and it was it was hard work and and you're right I gave up a lot to study and for my NP exams um, it was you're right you really do give up a lot well and the fact is that what is it's part of your life that to getting to be a nurse is really hard work and but you really can't enter into your profession until you take the exams. So right? why do we have these board exams anyway, <laughs> No, seriously, well, I bet people wonder why Why do we need to have a licensing exam? Well, I think you can, we can spend a few minutes just on that. A, just I a think as a background, we can spend yeah. a minute. There, and this is also an education for us, you puppets out there, you gentle students who get a little (laughs) irritated at the nursing boards and wonder why you have to go through this. And then you wonder, why in the world would anybody want that job? (laughs) Why would you want to be working for the Board of Nursing? And this is actually where we should bring in somebody next time for a podcast. But but briefly... Actually, you know, this should be a podcast that we do. I think it should. Just like the education of why we have... But basically... Nursing license is done to protect the public. And it's to also the beginning of our promise to the public to care for them and our moral obligation. And it also sets us aside from being controlled by other professions. So it's a, it makes us as independent nursing practitioners, whether it's at the bedside um, as a registered nurse, or whether you're an ARNP, or whether you're a, a nurse anesthetist, it, a licensing exam is a professional mandate, and it really is very important. 
I, and my yes. hat, yeah, my hat is always off to the nurses who choose that as their profession to work for the board of nursing. It would not be my, um, that's not the job I've chosen to do, right? Or any of us, but my hat's off to them. And then they get together and they do things like go to big groups across the whole country, the National Council of State Boards of Nursing. Can you imagine that group of people? I mean, let's. A lot of nerds. Well, yeah, I'm honest. <laughs> but quite I would honestly. love it. I would love it. It would be so interesting to sit in. It would be that. interesting. What? Yeah. In your next profession. I know. In your I was next just life. thinking about this. I know. Actually, the more you do get into nursing and you think about the profession as a whole, the more those groups start to sound interesting. But I know here in Iowa, our state boards of nursing have boards where, have little committees, have committees where right. um, professional nurses can serve. And what a tremendous capacity to serve on a board of nursing subcommittee Absolutely. on practice on um and it is i like i mean i think that it's we the board protects the public and that's a really wonderful service and and i like how you put it in a you know we have an obligation so but we have an obligation to join our specialty organizations as well so when you finish your rn boards start signing up for the specialty organization and get involved because that's how you are going to move forward in your career and make connections with other people as well. Rebecca, I think it's funny that you're a, a nurse ethicist yeah, and you're referring to people who are at the board of nursing, uh, uh, uh nerds. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I think no, it's, I, I think that's funny. <laughs> Oh, I know. Yeah. I but think it's, it's the I think scholarship it's work and the legal work and people who like to get into the weeds. And I, you know, I need a life jacket because I get into the weeds so much. Yeah. And, and those are what I call nerdy people. Yeah. I think it's pointy headed, pointy headed, pointy hats, pointy uh-huh. hats. Uh huh. Yeah. Anyway, exam preparation. And speaking of the weeds. Right. So, yeah. so where, where should we start with this? I mean, what about a, a general advice? What would we, what would we say to the, the the new pupil out there? Breathe, <laughs> take a breath, breathe, and 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 focus, but also have a plan. Well, I think that's essential. So even a plan to plan, yeah. right? And generally speaking, it's great to have about four to six weeks of study before you sit for the board exam. Yes. Any board exam tests or the RNs or the ARNP or? I think that, well, you know, always you don't have as much time as you think you might like to. And so I would recommend. When you say four to six weeks, is that like eight to 10 hours a day? No, 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 no. I think sessions of two hours at the most. So two hours a day. Well, two hours, but then you can have a break. So if you're going to study on Saturday and Sunday or a day when you have complete time off, then schedule maybe two or three two-hour sessions and make sure you take a break in the two-hour session. And then, you know, definitely take a couple hours break between the two-hour sessions, if that makes sense. So, What, take- what do you do in a break? What do you do, Andy, when you had a study break? When I was studying for my boards, both my NCLEX and my nurse practitioner boards, I... I, I preferred to to work out or go for a run, walk. Um, usually prepared a nutritious meal too in between my study breaks. My 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 study sessions um, leading up to my my NCLEX 
uh, certification was um, probably six hours a day um, for for a couple of weeks. I was um, freshly married, um, came back from my honeymoon, and it was wow, uh, right rough, roughly it. a month before I had started my my job, and so um, so I just I sort of just locked down and. At the time, my wife and I lived in an apartment, and um, I remember uh, I woke up in my my sweats, and uh, my wife left, and she came back, and I was still in my sweats, just studying. And so, um, where did you study? Like, what was your preferred place to study? Uh, an open, breathable room. I would go from my desk to the laying on the floor, reading books. Uh, going through practice examinations, I think it's a little bit different today, and that there are uh, there are far more copious um, amounts of online resources, including practice examinations. Tests. I want to. Well, I would just want to make sure that folks know that there's that it's a plan to study. So yeah, that it'd be like me telling um, my twelve year old son to go clean your room. Okay, and so sometimes that's like such a broad statement. Where do I so, start? Right, exactly. And so people say, where do you start? Well, it's, you know, the question is, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time, right? So oftentimes when you would te- tell a 12-year-old how to study, you'd have to say, well, first, you're going to go in and make your bed. Then you're going to, you know, and so you plan out what you're going to do. So the same thing goes with studying. Yeah. So it might be, okay, for the first you have a you know your whole book that you've gotten to to review then you'll say for and you break it down into chunks and perhaps for the first 2 hours you're going to say I'm going to study the muscle skeletal system and um ortho so you would have your study guide you would have your board review questions you might have your assessment book you might have your pathophys book pharmacology and you have all of those laid out for two hours. You're going to study orthopedics. And then the next two, then you might take a break. And for the next two hours, you're going to study the endocrine system and can all I, of those things. Can I, what do you do when you sit down with this vast array of books and your laptop and your iPhone and all these distractions? And you just think, God, okay, I've got two hours. Do you do you sit down and study for with intention that for the MSK musculoskeletal and pharmacology with that and orthopedics? How do you break that down so that you have a, an attainable goal for that two hour period? Well, I think it first starts with having a whole map out of whatever time you have to study. Let's say you've got two weeks to study, or you've got four weeks to study or six weeks, you set a schedule out and you make it a priority. And then you break it down and say, okay, for these, I'm going to study. Maybe you've taken a, um, a practice test or someplace where you know your weaknesses, and then you put plug those in. And so today's pediatrics, um, the afternoon is geriatrics, then we're going to go muscle skeletal, endocrine, cardiovascular, blah, blah, blah. and yeah. you just block them into those times. And you use all your resources. And maybe you want to have a study group with somebody 
or you want to do online questions and, and whatever weak spot you have, that's how you're going to study. So is a good, I don't know, I'm asking, is a good strategy um, after you set up your schedule or before is to do one or two practice exams just to have a sense of how do I, how do I attack all of this information? So that I know that when I pick up a book or I go online to read something that I remember, oh, these are, oh, I recognize that as a question, that could be a question on an exam. So you, I, I think you have to have a goal in reading. I think you can't just pick up a book and think, okay, I'm going to study uh, muscle uh, biopsy here and, and when it's done. And uh, This is where I think practice questions come in handy, especially for the NCLEX mm-hmm. exam. I wouldn't say so much for the nurse practitioner board exams, but for the NCLEX exams, um, doing questions. and Ahead of studying. So you have yeah, a sense of... So they have a of, sense of the weak spots and how to back well, that Well, I think up. that's just part of, part, part of the plan in, in, in studying is doing a, uh, a daily practice exam that, 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 that's what that that's what um i would advise any any nursing student and so so with your plan so for instance my plan uh when i was preparing was by nine o'clock every morning i was taking a practice a an practice exam, exam. Mm-hmm. for the answers that i got wrong um i went back it, if, if there was a specific question about say uh, an antihypertensive medication, I would go back and just simply review that chapter, um, understanding the generalizations of what this class of drugs is all about, um, uh, without getting lost in the weeds of a specific drug. For sure, does that does that make well, sense? Yeah, and also yeah. understanding safety considerations and major patient yeah. education. Why did I, and why did I get that question wrong? Yeah, well, ex- well, exactly. Where was but, but my I, knowledge I think, But I think when, when you look at a specific question, it's you, you can't look at it through the lens of, of a specific uh, drug. You have to you have to generalize it to okay, what class is this in? What are the special populations I should be paying attention to? When is it good to use this drug? What are the when is safety? it not good to use the yeah. drugs? Right. What are the safety uh, uh, underpinnings of uh, of this question? I think when you understand a, a question in general and in general terms, it will make you digest this information better uh, so you can answer it correctly. You know, and when I think about also studying for boards, and this sounds like a real professor, which I am, but for also for us consumers, you're not studying just for boards. You're studying for your practice right. as a nurse too. Correct, yes. And any studying that you do is just preparing you for, you for practice. Oh, for that first time that you walk into a room and you don't have an instructor or uh, oh, hovering over you or that you're answering to, God, don't you remember the first time you had RN behind your yep. name? <laughs> the sign your name. You sign mm-hmm. your name. Rebecca Porter, RN, is like, oh, man, all the responsibility, but apparently they think I can do it because I passed. But then you start to get into the next day and the next day with that RN behind your name, and you just start to feel a little bit more pride every day, and the fear goes away. Not so, well, you're diligent, and but, but the exam is not the end of it. It it's the beginning point, right? Right, and so much of what you're studying and reading will will come to bear fruit when you're looking after people and you remember these Absolutely. things that you're you gaining that experience. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a break now. 
Friends of Plo, um, Tess Judge Ellis, Andy Witters, and Rebecca Porter. Here at NCLEX Mastery, we love nurses and especially nursing students, but we need your feedback about this podcast. If you have ideas on topics or you have questions you want us to answer, shoot us a message, leave a comment, go to our Facebook page, and just tell us what you think because we want to help you in the most specific way that you need that help. Thank you so much. This is Friends of Flow, and we're back. My name is Tess Judge Ellis. And this is Andy Witters. And I'm Rebecca Porter. Today, our topic is about preparing for any board certification exam, um, for example, the NCLEX or any of the ARMP exams. Or the certification exam. And so we wanted to kind of move into more of the discussion related to anxiety before the test and preparation for the night of, before the test, the day of the exam, and how to really prepare yourselves. Yeah. I would say don't mitigate your anxieties with alcohol. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. No alcohol. <laughs> the night before especially, no, right? Yeah. No smoking. Well, now that's a good one to no start with, Andrew. Yeah, right. Don't you know? overdrink the night yeah, before. Right. That's good. Get a, get a good sleep. They, one thing they yeah. talk about is when you're studying, listen to classical music because that helps retain information. I know oh, you love that. Oh, I did. I did. Yeah. Um, yeah, when I was studying biochemistry, I was terrified for my biochem final. This is like in a century before. Um, I listen to Variations of a Theme on, by Paganini. Mm-hmm. And to this day, when that comes on the radio, I am back on my floor in my apartment <laughs> with massive pieces of paper drawing cycles. And You are a nerd. She is a nerd, yeah, Andrew. Yeah. Your ATP you, cycle. You're saying and... it like it's a bad thing. Oh. <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> it's a bad thing. It's a different thing. thing. No. Anyway, we're back to what do you do the night before? Oh, first of all, you've already um, done a reconnaissance on the site where you're going to take the exam. Mm-hmm. You know Would, where you're going to park. Right, How absolutely. are you going to get there? You've got gas in your car. And maybe you've even gone up there and looked around to see where you're going to take the exam. And you didn't do that the day before. You did that maybe a few days before. But you know where you're going to go. You know how you're going to park. You know what you're going to wear. Maybe. Yeah, whatever it takes to prepare yourself yeah. for the exam. Andrew, were you fussing about what to wear the night before no, the exam? No, I was not fussing <laughs> so much about what I was going to... I did I did do some, some recon. I, I checked out, I just kind of get the Google Maps thing, you know, a week before. And did you drive over or walk over or anything? I did do a... a like a, a physical a, a drive. I, I physically drove down. I think I had lunch. Um, cool. Uh, I, I took mine down in Iowa City, so it was a... Um, it was an easy, easy drive for me at the so, time. Yeah. So um, don't study the night before. And I would argue even the day before. If you've prepared, there's no reason not to. Yeah. Um, not to. Not to I think not, yeah, not to not study. You should just not study the day before. You know the material. Remember, you know more than you own. So most of us are going in thinking, I don't know enough. I'm never going to know enough to do or take this exam, but I want to talk to those nursing students and nurse practitioner students. If you remember the first time you had to give a IM injection, do you remember that? I oh mean, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, how many times do we like wipe off the vial the with the alcohol like 15 times? <laughs> then how you flicked every live and last bubble off the side of the yeah. syringe, mm-hmm. and then remember you at one point you actually had to go in a room. And give a patient a shot. Oh, do you remember that? For the first that? time. And you fake it. 
right? <laughs> because you've practiced, because you have someone by your side, and you had to do it the first time on a real patient. So when you sit down for the exam, there's no way to know exactly what's going to come up on that exam. You're not going to know. Everybody gets a different test. It's not the same. Don't listen to your friends. But every time you sit down in that chair, you put on a hat that says, I know this content. And even if you've never encountered someone with Cushing's disease, if you've never encountered someone with, I don't know, fill in the blank, cancer of some sort, that's all right. We are, as nurses, professional problem solvers. We use a sequenced way of assessing problems. We look at the whole person, we bring our knowledge to it, and we start to solve the problem. That's what we do. And you know more than you think you do. Of course, you're not going to encounter, even as in nursing, how many times have we walked into a patient's room and thought, what the heck? I've never heard anybody complain of this. I don't know what's going on here. I've never taken care of a person with X, Y, or Z condition. So what? So what? You have done the work. You sit down. You are prepared to take that exam. Every The board is not out to mess with you. They're not out right. to mess no with you. There's no trick questions. No. Right? There's no quick, Everything no. you need to know to answer the question has been given to you. You have the capacity. You have studied. You have sat through this exam. We believe in you out there. We no believe one would, in you. Your professors and your instructors would never have let you get to the point of writing the exam if they didn't believe and you hadn't already proved your worthiness of doing this. Absolutely. So what about quelling the butterflies, you guys? What, All right. So what do you do for you, that? Of course you're going to have butterflies. That's called um, norepinephrine. And adrenaline. And okay, it's a normal. It's a normal, and in response. fact, it's expected. I would want a little bit of surge of norepinephrine. That means you're going to focus better. But so, if you haven't started to practice some relaxation techniques, um, then go ahead and start doing that. Not and the night before. No, you no, need not to the be doing this the weeks mm-hmm. before during your study mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing that cures anxiety better than knowing the content. Over-preparing is an appropriate thing to do for taking the exam. And then as you're, because you've gone to some sort of app that's helped you calm down. Headspace. Headspace, calm, any sort of relaxation app. You've taken some deep breaths and you sit down before that computer because you've already reconned the area. You know exactly what to expect. You sit down in front of the computer and you think, take a deep cleansing breath. I know more than I think I do. I'm a professional problem solver, and everything I need to know to answer the question has been given to me. It's been given to me on this test. Read every question carefully. Every word matters. Take a deep cleansing breath and start the test. That's a really good way to do uh, practice tests as well. For sure. Get in that habit as much as you can. So that you go into a room that you don't know, in a place that you don't know, and go into a library that you don't know where there's different kinds of noises and sit down with a practice test. Put your phone beside you with the timer running so that you know how long a test takes for you to do it. And then get up and leave. 
and then later go mark the test if you want to or not. And I think the more we are familiar with taking a test, the more we're familiar with the butterflies and how to quell those butterflies that we all get in a new situation or a stressful situation is really helpful. What did you do to relax? Well, we talked about you went for a run. Mm -hmm. When I was studying for my ARNP boards, um, I didn't know a soul in Iowa City. We moved here after I graduated. And so I had no friends um, to text with. I had, (laughs) well, we didn't text um, then. Um, But I had my routine every day. And every day at one o'clock, I meditated. And I had incense burning because I I love the smell. And I would lie down on the floor with the incense burning and do a meditation. And there were a couple of um, visions that came into, visualizations that came into my head that served me really well when I was writing my boards. It was uh, this really peaceful one of being fully supported by people I cherished in my life and cheering me on. And and it's just a great visualization to be able to recover to when you need that. That's great. I think that's that's a really beautiful thing. And to the extent that that is helpful for folks to pull that in, because it's been such a journey. Yep. It's been such a journey for you to go through school, to give up many things, to have to say no to a lot of time with family and friends. Now pull in those resources of them all around you and feel them buoying you as you go along because this is, um, you know, it's a big, important test to take and And you can do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And take advantage of the resources that are out there from these certification, uh, bodies as, as well as, um, the NCLEX examination. Uh, so what are some resources, Andrew? Can so you... the, the NCSBN. Um, What's that? So the, the website, the... National uh, Council of State Boards of Nursing. Correct. So hop on their website. There's uh, some simple yet practical advice uh, for um, and, and resources for uh, students to take advantage of who are, studying, who are studying to take their NCLEX. Same thing for our nurse practitioner colleagues out there, the uh, AANC, uh, excuse me. Um, AANP. AANP. ANCC. Uh, ANCC, correct. Um, Both those of are, those are board certification exams, yep. yeah. Um, that's what I would, I would recommend. And my, my one p- last piece that I'll say is to choose carefully who you hang around with. What do you mean by that? I mean, if people are getting wired and uptight and they're saying things that are getting you uptired, up, uptight, wired, just let them go for the few weeks before you're in Stay with the good juju. Say, yeah. Exactly. Stay with people <laughs> and be one of the affirming people. And, and uh, you're going to do great. Absolutely. So this is um, Friends of Flow. We're signing We're off. We're signing here. off with our best wishes for all of you people out there doing NCLEX review and AAMP uh, nurse practitioner ANCC reviews. Good luck. Keep we us know posted. you can do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so this is Tess Judge Ellis. Um, I say keep your eye on the patient. Everything you're doing right now is going to help you with patient care. This is Andy Witters telling you to innovate, agitate, and educate. And this is Rebecca telling you to keep your stick on ice.
Good luck, you guys. Here at NCLEX Mastery, we love nurses and especially nursing students, but we need your feedback about this podcast. If you have ideas on topics or you have questions you want us to answer, shoot us a message, leave a comment, go to our Facebook page and just tell us what you think because we want to help you in the most specific way that you need that help. Thank you so much.